to getting salty, baby. Yeah, here's the getting salty. What's up, bud? It's cozy. It's snowing. <laughs> Sorry. It's snowing. I had to, you and I both had to trek through we this did. winter, winter w- wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. It is. I was really not expecting it. I didn't realize there was going to be a storm. And then I woke up and... Yeah. and it's treacherous yeah. out there, my lord. It is very. And I really like that as I was outside your building, I got a text that said, behind you. <laughs> And it was me, like, waddling up the sidewalk. So we're doing a mini-pod today. Yeah, mini-ish. Mini-ish. Because we did not do a beverage last week because I was ill. We are doing only a beverage this week. Yeah, because we want to tie up. We just didn't feel like we we were thinking about it. We finished off with Harry Potter. We missed a couple things we wanted to talk about. So now you guys get more again. Lucky you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> well, why don't we talk about our wine first, as it is perfectly chilled at this moment. And the label, I mean, the level of on-brand it is, it is for you is truly astounding. Because it's bright orange. It is bright orange, but not yeah. like highlighter orange, like a, nope, like a rich orange. It's clementine orange. orange. Yeah, it's clementine orange. Well, my lord, this week we are drinking a wine that I have been hotly anticipating <gasps> since it arrived on the shelves of Bishop's Cellar a couple weeks ago. Okay. Today we are drinking the Italian orange wine mm-hmm. by Menti. And so, it is orange oh, it's in the glass. Very like, orange. It is orange. It looks like marmalade in the glass. Now, listeners, you may be wondering, are they drinking a fruit wine? Well, Is it made from oranges? She will tell you because I don't know the answer. <laughs> the answer is no. No. Orange wine is a really, really cool, super duper old school. Like I'm talking like ancient Greece, ancient Romans level of old school uh, way of making wine. Mm-hmm. The best way to think about it is it's a wine made from white wine grapes. The one we're having today is made from Pinot Grigio grapes. Mm-hmm. So everybody's pretty familiar with the standard version of Pinot Grigio. It's very light, very fresh. Yeah. Very white. <laughs> okay. The first grape I see tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, however, when you're making an orange wine, you actually uh, process the grapes and the juice as if you were making a red. So very quickly, not to get too technical here, but can you see the wheels slowly <laughs> like coming to a stop in my head where it's like, oh, uh, no, you lost me. <laughs> no. So when you're making a white wine, you crush your grapes, you get all the juice out of there, mm-hmm. and you immediately filter off all of the grape skins. Okay. Because white wine, the grape skins, if they sit in contact with the juice, they're going to give it color and they're going to give it tannic that. structure. And the way people expect white wine to taste, you don't want either of those things. Obviously not. Obviously. Now, with yeah. red wine, as we know, it gets its color and texture from sitting with the skins. And the grapes themselves start off as purple, which is why we get that really deep, deep color. Right, okay. Most white wine grapes start off as green. So when you produce wine, orange wine, in that same way. But not the actual, just to clarify, not the actual fruit, the orange. (laughs) There's no oranges in this wine, I promise. It's just orange because it's color. 
when those lighter colored grapes are sitting with their skins, mm -hmm. they give off this can be as kind of like pale salmon or as deep marmalade as it ours is looks. genuinely like exactly marmalade color it is so, so what we can expect is a light fresh zippy white wine flavor but mm -hmm. there is going to be that like that sort of texture from the tannins so you're going to get that kind of like mm -hmm. heavier like thicker feeling in your mouth oh yeah exciting i'm excited exciting. to try it smells really good yes so it smells like uh very very quickly yeah. um this particular wine just again because i was so excited about this one um so the name of the wine is menti and that's mm -hmm. named after the menti family that owns the vineyard it's a 2019 vintage so the grapes themselves were harvested in 2019 and then spent some time aging in the bottle right um and this one let me see here oh pardon me this is not a sorry pinot grigio is not <laughs> the grape that's on the base of this one i got it no, with a different were... orange wine <laughs> I think you were just describing how white wine is made. It doesn't matter. Oh. Either way, the actual grape that is used in the production of mm -hmm. this orange wine is Garganiga. Oh, okay. well, I wouldn't have known what you were saying anyway. So. Yep. Um, not a grape I'm super familiar with, but uh, I'm very, very excited to try it. Um, this, <laughs> The grapes in this were grown in volcanic soils. <gasps> So we should be expecting something kind of crazy. Oh my God. But Who I'm not knows gonna, what will happen? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you any of the flavor notes just because oh, this is your first experience test. with an orange wine and I'm very excited. Okay, well it smells... How does it smell? It smells kind of like cider. Yeah, it's almost got like, like that... Like fermented apple. Yeah, yeah. Fall vibe. Okay. Yeah, it does have... Yeah, that's the only way I can think of to get like the depth smell would be yeah. cider. Or maybe like an so. apple cider vinegar sort of smell. I don't know what it is. Not so sharp. Not so sharp. It's a little more pleasing than like I'm apple excited. cider vinegar. Can we try it? All right, are you ready? Oh, I've never tasted anything like that. So I'm super excited to hear what you think about this because you are famously a red wine gal. Yes, this is true. Although, so, you know, I dabble every once you in a while. dabble frequently. <gasps> oh. Okay, let me just get a get a second sip in there. So it's like you... confusing me. That's what I find the most fascinating about orange wine. Sometimes I like... referred to as like a skin contact white, just again because a skin okay, contact because white. The wine is in contact with the gray yeah. skins. So that's what gives it's it the color. Like... It almost gives me the vibe of like a whiskey. Oh, or something like that. You know, like, what I mean? uh, like something more like distilled. Yeah, like that's yeah, that's almost what it gives me, or like a cognac. Ooh, something yes. really spirit forward. Yes, like it, yes, yes. That's almost what it gives me the vibe of, because it almost has that kind of initial sort of like gasoline, gasolina, gasolina, <laughs> like sort of taste. Yeah, and then you get that bit of freshness afterwards. Mm. I don't know, it's so strange because it, it feels like it comes in heavy first and then feels lighter. I'm really pleased with this just because the majority of orange wines that I've tasted in my time have mm. been with way more acidic white grapes. Mm -hmm. And this I don't find is particularly acidic at all. No, like it, it comes in- like it's, it's smooth, yeah. it's rounded out, it's a little bit more mellow. But then it's almost like the freshness is in the aftertaste. Yeah. But it comes in quite 
-hmm. full tasting and then like afterwards you're like oh yeah okay, okay. this is nice i really i my brain is i don't really know where to place it but i really like it it's confusing because your palate's going well it feels like a red wine but it doesn't taste like one i could see this as like a late afternoon early october wine Ooh. Yeah, this is where that would fit to me. Wine. Yeah, this is a transitional wine. It's it not quite cold enough, cold out enough for red wine. Yeah, but you still want something a little more full, something a little, a little something to it. Yeah, then I right. really like this. Oh, I'm so glad. How interesting. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive. An orange wine. An orange wine that isn't made of oranges. Nope. <laughs> Which is what I learned today. <laughs> this is uh, the world of wine. Now I'm gonna be. Go Reaching a little bit here to make this segue work. <laughs> I'm ready. Speaking of the color orange. Oh my god. Let's jump into our Harry Potter roundup final. Speaking of the color orange. Getting okay. into a, uh, a redhead who was done a. Dirty. Done dirty. A great misservice. Truly. In how she was portrayed in the books. Ginevra Weasley. Versus the movies. Yeah, just fucking shameful. And we'd just like to throw the disclaimer, this is not us attempting to talk any smack on, uh, what is it, Bonnie, Bonnie Wright. Bonnie Wright, thank you. But my God. <laughs> the, difference, <laughs> the difference in the characterization is appalling. She was so cool in the books. She was so, like, smart and super outspoken. Feisty. Super feisty, yeah. She's, like, making she out funny. with people. She's putting hexes on people. She's playing Quidditch. This is all things we love. In the books, she literally ends up becoming um, one of the Holyhead Harpies. Like, yeah. she literally becomes a professional fucking Quidditch player. And and she's, like, super In the movie, involved. she's, like, a wet blanket. Yeah, because she's super involved in the books. Like, she's, like, all up in Dumbledore's you, army. And, like something in your eye. <laughs> like it's just so she's just she's so flat so flat so flat like there's just no fucking anything in the movie like nothing truly nothing it's astounding there's nothing to go off of and i don't know if that's because like this is the thing and i think not that i Again, not that I'm trying to defend, like, the way Ginny is portrayed in the movies because, like, as I said moments ago, (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) But I think that is the trouble in casting them when they're children and then expecting them to deliver character-wise, like, as they get older. Yeah. Yeah. Just because the way... Just because everybody else in the movie did it doesn't mean she should Lavender Brown. That's true. They did recast Lavender Brown. And, like, and the girl who played Lavender Brown, honestly, I hated her so much and she did a great job. She did because a great I hated job. Lavender. Which is the one, whole one. Oh, which <laughs> is the whole point. The whole right? point. She's supposed to be the world's most annoying person. She did a great job. Yeah. Like I just You know who else sorry, quick tangent. No, you know who else did a great job being really fucking annoying and was well cast? The guy who plays Cormac McClaggan oh my in the God. sixth movie. Oh, <laughs> Dragon Balls. So funny. Oh, my God. Smack it, like, eating that disgusting thing. And then uh, he's like, well, it's your friend Granger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> disgusting. Like, Sir, 
Okay. Anyway. Great job being super annoying. Great job being super annoying. So Ginny, Ginny just was annoying, but not supposed to be. Not. Which oh, she's still so disappointing because she's such a cool character. I feel like I they wanted really just to see her out there, her, but... fucking living her best life, mm-hmm. macking on whoever she was down with, playing Quidditch, starting fights. Yeah. This is what I wanted. And that's not, not what we, we got. got. You're absolutely correct. It is not what we got. Now, and we just didn't address it, and <laughs> we really had to say we, we really had, had to, to say it. Piece. We had to say it. Um, okay, leading into the next question for you, my lord. Yes, which color should we use as a segue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily have one for this one. Speaking of segues, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh huh. Was it necessary to turn that into a movie? And not just one movie, but multiple. Okay, so I've only seen the first one because they lost me. I was like, I don't even think I've seen the first one all the way through. Nope. I think I have, but you know what? Gun to head, couldn't tell you. Not sure. Couldn't tell you. I love Eddie Redmayne. Do you? Really? You don't? Oh, I like him. Boring. Oh my god. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Boring. I like Eddie Redmayne. Okay. I mean, I'm not like... Fuck yeah, Eddie Redmayne, but I enjoy him. I thought he was good in Les Mis. <laughs> of course you liked him in Les Mis. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is going downhill so quickly. <laughs> this is the last episode we yeah. ever record. Probably. Oh, no, I, whatever. He was also good in um, a different <laughs> movie that he's been in. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. He so was good in his BuzzFeed video with puppies. As I'm sure we could all be. <laughs> okay. Except for Ginny. Except for Ginny, yeah. Can't Bonnie Wright? No. No. It's not happening. She'd be like, oh, a puppy. How oh, nice. A puppy. Happy. Have, have a puppy. <laughs> Anyways, I had fucking no interest in Fantastic Beasts. I had the little book, the little I red book. I had the little book too, and I, and I thought it was so the, cool. Uh, was it the History of Quidditch? Or I don't remember. I just the green one was blue. Was it blue? I thought there was a green, a blue one. Maybe there was a third one. <gasps> we'll have to Google My it. My local chapters, know. when I was a child, only had the green and the red book, and I know the red book was Fantastic Beasts. I'm thinking Tales of Beetle the Bard. Ah, I yes. also had that, but yes, I did not have that. It's okay. I mean, like. And I have the same opinion, which we touched on on our Lord of the Rings episode. I have the mm. same opinion about The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. You, what is Hollywood's obsession with taking a literal 60-page book and, and trying to trilogy. spin it into a trilogy of movies? And I feel the same way about The Hobbit, not to get into the Lord of the Rings of it all. But, but I feel the same way about The Hobbit. It's a 300-page yeah. book. We didn't need three movies. No. Two would have been fine. I would have been happy Maybe. with two because yeah. they could really get, get everything they wanted to get in there. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't need two three-hour movies of them walking, and then that's just ridiculous. And then that's just it. And they, Yeah, anyways. But <clears throat> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, I'm like, it wasn't even a fucking s- story, really. Like, no, it was a textbook. Like a fake yeah, textbook. But, and I just don't, I don't know. And then yeah. getting into the, like, Uh-oh. they just expand into all of this other stuff. Now there's the Grindelwald. And the and Dumbledore. All. Like the young Yumbledore. <laughs> no, young. Yumbledore! <laughs> The one has hit. <laughs> Officially. I would love to see the Young Gildor movie. <laughs> so, Jude Law is Young Gildor? Mm. <laughs> mm. 
You know what is interesting, though? Okay, okay, just squeeze. <laughs> Sorry. Just actually no, 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 this is moving great. on. Okay, um, the actor who plays <laughs> Dumbledore in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Is it not Jude Law? Oh, wait, no, who am I thinking of? You mean Grindelwald? The guy who was also in Sweeney. Jamie Campbell yeah, Bauer. he was also in Sweeney Todd. Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What? Who? He's Grindelwald. Oh, he plays Grindelwald. Okay, he and Bonnie Wright were, like, dating for, like, a really long time. I know. Yeah, which is crazy. And he was also in Twilight. <laughs> he was also He was one of the, uh, he in was, Twilight. He was Standing my, behind Michael Sheen, just looking really stressed out. Stressed. <laughs> and also Dakota Fanning. May I remind you? Why do you keep bringing up people <laughs> that I don't like? <laughs> well, you know. But yes, no, Jamie, whatever guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sweeney Todd guy. Yeah. I feel you, Joanna. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um. <laughs> Second musical you brought up this episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the noose is tightening around my neck. Last episode was like the fun sleepover where everybody is like goofy and getting along. This is the like the mean girl sleepover. Where, like, <laughs> I'm the mean girl, and I'm just here to bully you for being a, a musical theater nerd. I was just happy to be invited. <laughs> I mean, listen, Sweeney Todd is great. But yeah, and then Johnny Depp was older Grindelwald. Right, okay, that's what it was. Which, <clears throat> you know, can open worms everywhere. Yeah. We'll get into that sad... Well, we could talk about that schmazzle. another day. Yeah, yeah. that deserves something. Yes. Um... Okay, so we're think... we're of the opinion that we could have done without the extra franchise. Uh, we just got a message from Sarah Tilly on our Instagram, <gasps> and we're just going to read it oh. live. The scene in Twilight is when Bella is telling him she knows what he is. What is this in regards to? When he jumps out of the tree. Oh! <laughs> so she's listening to our Twilight episode right now. No, remember oh, I she's said listening to the last one. episode because Robert Pattinson said that's the way he connects right. Cedric and And he is Edward. like in the tree talking to her and he jumps down. Thank you, Sarah Tilly. We've received your messages live Sarah, on the show. Sarah, we need to start, you know, paying her or something because oh, she's no. doing all the legwork of our really, episodes. <laughs> thank you for explaining when the tree... Just to recap, the tie-in for Cedric and yeah. Edward is the tree that he jumps down from. The crossovers between Twilight and Harry Potter right now are just, like... Astounding. Really. I mean, they're kind of pulling from the same pool of, like, haunted-looking yeah. people. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what are we looking for? A haunted youth. We're looking for a haunted youth. This is what we want. His eyes are swimming with the ghosts, ghosts of, of his, his past. past. <laughs> He's a little funny on the eyes. <laughs> Speaking just, of funny on the eye. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew I would have a good segue. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Did you ever own or play the really, really old, like, CD-ROM? Yes, I did. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets Absolutely game. Absolutely, I did, where it was yeah, the hardest thing in the world to cast certain spells because you had to uh, drag it with your mouse. Sempra? Yeah. Good night. <laughs> you had to try to do it with your fucking Windows 98 mouse and it yep. just wasn't happening. You got, like, the little, like, the control alt, like... Yeah, and you're, like, trying to draw the outline and your mouse is like, fuck. Yep. The yep. graphics on that? Inc sensational. Not the best. I... Fucking loved that game though. I Sarah and I definitely lost a lot of hours playing that game. And I would go. I would love to go back and like. Because you get it to now. like it's. You get to explore <sighs> Hogwarts a little bit. <clears throat> That's the thing is that it's one of those computer games that like you do. You are in control of where your avatar like, and obviously your avatar is Harry, but like you're in control of, like where you get to go. Mm -hmm. Now you're obviously supposed to 
go certain places. Go certain places, like go find Aragog in the woods, or like find like the secret passage to the tunnels and mm -hmm. stuff. But yeah, I just remember playing that a lot. Well, apparently there's a new one coming out. Oh, apparently geez. there's a game coming out, and it's like a big fucking deal. It's like a PS5. Ooh, like wow. it's a big thing. Like it's a big okay. studio. Yeah, that's big. Like open world game. So like think um think like Skyrim. Like where you can just go you barking at the wrong tree before. Thought <laughs> <laughs> for a second you're gonna be like, oh shit, that's wild. Oh, you are barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> Listen, but I appreciate like, you saying think, that for the benefit of the listeners. Yeah, Maybe some of them have played pro. Skyrim before. Just think like think yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. You make your own character. What? I know. You get to make your own, like, Hogwarts yes. student? <gasps> you make your own person. I think it happens pretty... My Hufflepuff dreams are about to come true. Right? But I think it's First all I set pre-Tom Riddle. Oh, that's or, like, cool. Or, yeah, so I think it's, like, before. It's not set during, you Contemporary know, Contemporary times yeah. in the it's wizarding set world. way back. You get to be... You make your own little person. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm sure you get sorted, yada, yada, yada. That's fun. You can go wherever the fuck you want, and mm -hmm. it's, like, this huge open world game. I love that. Right? So I'm like, okay, well, that sounds fucking incredible and is exactly what I've always wanted, but can I justify buying it? Morally, can we do it? This is the question we must well, ask Well, this brings us into perhaps the last discussion S point. Six to eight hours of the episode. Uh, of the episodes. The JK of it all. Which is astounding. Which is really something you got to keep at the forefront well, that's the thing. She's fucking ruined this for so many people. Think of all the people now who I have Deathly Hallows tattoos. Don't... <laughs> who don't fucking want them anymore because they're like, oh, no. She's a fucking raging transphobe. Raging transphobe. Like, and she just doubles down every single time. Oh, she really does. She's a piece of shit. It, it is said here. We have sad. declared it. It is so sad. It is so sad because so many people... Like, think of all the kid, like, think of all the kids grew up living in this world, loving it, like, learning, you know, wonderful lessons from Harry well, Potter, and now are like, okay, well, you know, exactly. I'm trans, and I can't enjoy this now because the person who created this world doesn't want me to exist. Mm -hmm. It's fucking awful. She's perfectly fine with Hermione using Polyjuice Potion to turn into a cat. God forbid. God forbid someone actually lived true to themselves! Yeah. <laughs> fucking J.K. Rowling, piece of garbage! No, and I, that's where I struggle. Like, I don't know if I can... Out of curiosity, though, this is a, not exactly specific to her, but mm. just something that I've always wondered. Mm. So I think it's pretty common knowledge that she goes by J.K. Rowling because they wanted her name to seem, like, genderless. Like, mm. they thought that if a female author's name was on the book... It would sell less. Little boys weren't gonna read it. Sure. Okay. Even though the main character, I don't know. a lot of male characters. Mm -hmm. It's probably not gonna be good if it's written by a woman, though. Exactly. The irony. Do you think there's any weight to that? Like, think oh, I'm about sure there is. in the '90s. Oh yeah. Like, do we do we think that it would have the success if that one little Pro detail I I was different? I don't know. But I can see what. Like, I can uh, like. It's not surprising to me that that was a choice that was made for that reason. Yeah. And potentially. Yeah. Um, it's just, again, it's like, okay, huge irony there. Like, <laughs> you know, 
I, I don't know. I she just, used so gender politics to build an empire. And I'm just here kidding. she is. But I don't know. I just don't understand how I, you can double down on something like that. Like, it's so black that, and white. Uh, not to... Wrong and right. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not that I'm trying to downplay, you know, how impactful these issues are mm. and talking about these issues are, but for her to double down on something that probably doesn't impact her very much on a daily basis. It literally impacts her not at all. Exactly. It literally impacts her not at fucking all. She but is she a billionaire. insists on making right? it known. That's it's what's almost even strange. more frustrating. I'm like, this does not impact you at all and impacts millions of people across the world. By you saying this and you opening this, like, kind of making this pocket of fucking garbage on the internet where all of these people yeah. are going to feel safe saying yeah. all these shitty things because you're a very successful mm -hmm. author who created one of the largest franchises that's ever graced the fucking planet. You're a billionaire. Yeah. And yet you're out here bitching about trans women using the appropriate bathroom, which is the women's fucking washroom. Like, it's... Get no. the fuck out of here. Get wrecked. Then go build a fucking bathroom all your own for shitty people that only you can use wherever you go because you have the money to do it. Exactly right. <clears throat> it yeah, it's I fucking mind-blowing. have not watched the movies since learning that about her. Yeah. Not intentionally. I just haven't really gone out of my way to watch them. Mm -hmm. Genuinely, I think the last thing I remember enjoying before all of this came to light, mm -hmm. was the uh, Cursed Child. So I saw I it. Saw it. Oh, did you watch it? Like, I, you went to the show? Yeah, I went to it. Uh -huh. It was really good. I haven't even read it. It's, we have a friend that has, like, the book. It's a really thing. cool concept. However, I don't think reading the, like, the script, because that's essentially mm -hmm. what it is, mm -hmm. um, it's, like, a crazy good stage production. The special effects, um, and when I say special effects, I mean like usage of just classic props mm -hmm. to convey flying and spells and all this stuff was just out of this world. Oh, I'd love to see and it. the premise of it, mm. very cool. I just still don't. Even, yeah. See, all I'm gonna say <clears throat> is that time turners are a big feature. Ooh. Yeah. The time turner. And that was, as, a, that I was think one of my favorite prisoners. Prisoner oh, so cool. So, so cool. And that's why, like, the show is very, very cool. Because it takes place um, during Harry and Ginny's children's time at Hogwarts. Oh. And there's a time turner involved. So <gasps> do with that what you will. Interesting. Yeah. I, but after, after I saw that, I think maybe, like, I think all of this came out about her maybe, like, four to five months later. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing is, like, we, and, like, we own all the movies already, so on fucking, you know, mm -hmm. DVD because we're grandparents. And <clears throat> I'm like, okay, she's not getting any more money from us. Not no. that our fucking, you know, five shekels is going to do anything to her or hurt her, but I'm like, morally, yeah. can I agree to, you know, can I still participate in that? And I'm like, I don't think I can, I even though I really want to, because I did I did and do love the world of Harry Potter. Did which you is so uh, fucking enraging that she would take did that. Did you watch so the, re the movie Reunion on HBO? No. No, neither did I. Apparently yeah. it was quite cute, but I'm I don't know. I think all of these weird reunion special things are just such an obvious ploy for yeah, extra shekels. I truly, though. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm still like, I'm <laughs> feeling too bitter. I'm like, I don't want to watch. No, it's hard. I don't want, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's irritating. 
almost as irritating as Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> It's more irritating than Jenny, but more irritating the, than the, Jenny. It's just yeah. Ugh. She's dumb. No, she ruined it. She ruined. Oh, that glass made such a nice sound. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did hear um, that. Like a bell. It was. It was like a bell. I bet you I couldn't recreate it if I tried. Um, it is. It's just a. It's just a fucking shame. Yep. It's a shame. They say never meet your heroes. Or, never or follow your heroes, your heroes on Twitter. <laughs> never let your heroes on Twitter, honestly, because then you just discover they are just a shite human. Yep, yep, That yep, being yep. said, sure the world of Harry Potter and the books, I mean, were a huge part of my childhood. Like, everybody's It's right? something like, that I cannot your... deny. No. And, cannot deny. You know, I don't think we, you need to. I dressed up and went to Harry Potter Midnight Madness for the seventh book coming out. Gotta. My 18th birthday party was Harry Potter themed. Seriously? Mm -hmm. I had a cape made out of garbage bags. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was, uh, yep, I was Voldemort. Oh, well. Don't know why I've no. No, don't know why I chose that, but I was like, yeah, Doing your best Ray Fiennes impression. Was. I think it's just because I love Ray Fiennes. Oh. Um, and, yeah, my friend, uh, my friend Zach was Harry Potter. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But the point, like the, they were such a they were such a huge part of everybody's childhood and like shaped us, you know, as readers and everybody has those stories growing up and. So I guess like, final question. Yeah. To really put a pin on this in terms of the legacy mm -hmm. of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Would you include any of the books or movies in a time capsule? That's a good question. Ooh. Um, yeah. Am I allowed to scratch the author's name off the cover? <laughs> just an anonymous text. Put a little post-it note just inside the book, like the inside cover of the book. And be like, disclaimer. Yeah. This, yeah. We do not support this no. woman. Well, I mean, there are so many, there, there are so many books like that, you know? They're written by problematic people that people still oh, yeah. love, you know? Um, Don't even get me started on the Hemingway of it all. Don't even well, get me exactly. started. Prime example. Um, and a million others. A million and others. And that's the thing. Where do you, where did, where did the works created, you know, can you enjoy the work of the artist while mm -hmm. not supporting the artist, right? So I don't know. I don't know if I would include. I think for me, for me personally, um, I would put the first movie uh, in the time capsule. Yeah. Because I think that regardless of, everything that comes afterwards mm -hmm. the first movie does such a good job of really capturing like the, the fun magic and the magic and it's the all christmas, like the first christmas at hogwarts oh, oh yeah the troll in the bathroom troll in the dungeon oh well sorry in the in the dungeon they so find him in the bathroom but to know. Okay. troll bogies Ooh. yeah disgusting disgusting i think you're right the first movie is mm -hmm. yeah so special. It is so special. That's like yeah. the ultimate like Christmas movie watch too. Yeah, it's a cozy know, movie. Hedwig coming in and it's all snowy. Oh yeah. You don't have to acknowledge that she dies. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that certainly took a turn. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, yeah. The first we'll put the first movie in okay. with an addendum. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's uh I think that's that. Do you have anything else you need to add? Anything else we've missed? I think I'm ready to close the door on this. 
Wow, emotional. <laughs> Gonna do the opposite of a low homora. Close that door. <laughs> lock that door. Yeah, which I, I don't know if there's a spell for, so we'll just nope. lock it by hand. Lock it by hand, but we will say mischief managed. managed. <laughs>